Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, June 11, 2019. I am Broadway Radio's James Marino. Matt is off taking a well-deserved rest. He is also headed to New York to see like a million shows in five days. I don't know how he does it. I have to tell you that without Matt, Today on Broadway would not exist, so I hope he's getting some good rest. We are all suffering from Tony Awards hangover, so I wanted to give you a short show about what was buzzing around Times Square on Monday. After the headlines, I'll catch up with Tony Award winner, Lena Hall. First up in the news, there was a helicopter crash in the theater district which killed the pilot. It seems to be a tragic accident that took place at 787 7th Avenue between 51st and 52nd Street, diagonally across from the Winter Garden Theater where Beetlejuice is currently playing. We don't know much about the crash, but certainly this could have been much worse than uh, what has happened. Next up, during Sunday night's uh, Tony Award telecast, there was a segment where James Corden parodied Be More Chill's Michael in the Bathroom without so much of a mention of Be More Chill or Joe Iconis, the writer of the music used. Iconis tweeted on Monday that he was unaware of it before the broadcast, but thought that the lyrics were clever and Iconis seemed to be unfazed by the number. But many fans of Be More Chill were upset that there was no public credit given during the telecast. On Monday, James Corden took to Twitter and gave credit to, with a link back to a video of George Salazar singing the original song. Some fans are saying, too little, too late. Too little, too late may also be the theme of the Tony Award ratings. A Hollywood reporter says that the 73rd Tony Awards hit an all-time low in Sunday ratings, falling to an average of 5.46 million viewers, down about 14% from the 2018 Tonys. Last week's Broadway grosses brought notable strong showings from plays. Best play winner, Ferryman, with over 600000 which is its best showing since February. Mockingbird approached the $1.9 million mark, and Network closed out its run at $1.1 million. In the $2 million club is Hamilton and the Lion King, with uh, Hamilton at $2.83 million and Lion King at $2.3 million. Uh, the next followers in the $1 million club is Wicked. To Kill a Mockingbird, Harry Potter, Ain't Too Proud, Aladdin, Dear Evan Hansen, Town, Frozen, Network, The Phantom of the Opera, Tootsie, The Book of Mormon, and Mean Girls. So that covers the few bits of news that happened on Monday. Now let's uh, go on to our conversation with Lena Hall. With us this evening, we have a very special guest. Lena Hall is joining us by telephone. Fans of Broadway will know her as Lena Hall, Tony Award winner for Hedvig and the Angry Inch. Showtime fans know her on the new movie Bex. Coming up at City Center, we're going to see her in Bad Out of Hell that Matt and I talked about and might have not shed such a nice light on Bad Out of Hell. But (laughs) convince us, Lena Hall, convince us what is Bad Out of Hell for those who are uninitiated to the Jim Steinman world. Um, It's a a fun night is what it is. going to be one of those it's not it's not going to be like a life-changing event like um the revelations that people had when they saw Hedwig uh-huh I don't know if you had that but I yes. when I saw Hedwig in, in 99 I had a total like I was like my life has changed you know mm-hmm. like one of those moments. <laughs> um and this might not do the same thing but it will be 
a total blast. And I absolutely love Jim Steinman. He is a legend, a legendary songwriter. He's written some of the most famous like love song ballads in the world. And it's just going to be really cool to sing his music and to do, to do a Broadway or a big show again. It's been a long time since I've done a large production. In fact, the last large production I did was Hedwig. Um, And so I haven't had time to commit to a Broadway show or a Broadway run because of this TV show that I'm doing. And so I've been kind of locked down. And so I have this three months before I start filming season two of Snowpiercer. And so I have this three months free and uh, they came to me and I was like, yes, I just, I want to be on stage. I want to be performing. I want to be singing. I want to be having fun. And I really do miss the stage a lot. And so um, I jumped on the opportunity to sing these songs and to tell such a a wonderful, um, fantastic uh, story. It's, 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 it's bizarre and fabulous. It's totally fun. (laughs) So, one of my favorite uh, Jim Steinman songs from Bad Out of Hell is For Crying Out Loud. Is that in the production? I don't actually know. Um, huh. I think it's the whole, I think it's the whole album. Of mm-hmm. course, I don't, I'm not, I'm not as familiar with the show as uh, one who has done it before because I'm, sure. I'm the new, I'm the new person yeah. um, and I haven't started rehearsals or anything yet. So I read the script and Basically, you know, I I wasn't tracking what songs were in it, but I mean, the I get to sing Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, which is super cool. That you know, <laughs> Matt Tamanini, Matt, Matt Tamanini's very excited about that. This is his favorite song ever. So, uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and I would, yeah. It's just like these these are this is a classic album that they that was originally supposed to the so. Originally, Jim Steinman wrote this as a musical, and then they couldn't get it produced, so he turned it into a rock album and had me live do it. And and that I think that's the origin of this whole thing. Really? So it was already part of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So it, was, it had been written. Jim Steinman had written this show ages ago, uh-huh. and uh, and so it became like this concept album that just became its own thing. Like it yeah. just like blew up in its own right. Um, so, you know, it's a concept to help him before it was a show, but like, I think the original intent with Bad of the Hell was for it to be, um, a show. So, uh, in the last year you've been working on projects like Snowpiercer and Bex and, oh yeah, you released 12 albums. Uh, (laughs) 12 albums and we talked to you Justin uh, last year just as you were starting to release your first Obsessed and then Mm -hmm. you followed up with Obsessed Peter Gabriel and Elton John and the Cranberries and Radiohead and Pink and Jack White and David Bowie and Beck and Muse and Nirvana and uh, Chris Cornell Uh, you know I we talked about this when you were embarking upon it and doing some live shows. In retrospect, uh, did you realize how insane it was to release 12 albums in 12 months? Uh, it was, I, I mean, I would do some things a little differently, but <laughs> the, like, but the con, the general concept of it yeah. was to have, you know, weekly content come out that was really like, 
high quality. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, and, and but also the other idea behind it was that it would be um, filmed and recorded in a very short span of time so that everything was already done and it just took a year for it to um, all come out. So I actually did the whole thing, you know, in eight days in October of 2017. And then, you know, took time for the, the albums to be, you know, um, mixed and mastered. And then it took time, time for the videos to be edited and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and I didn't realize how repetitive it would get <laughs> from the end, like with the videos only. Uh-huh. I think that the the albums were all really good and standalone. And depending on your taste of music, there's an album that I'm sure each person will love, right? So there's at least one album that you'll really love. And um, uh, so I, I liked the eclecticness of the of the of the choices of artists and stuff like that but um but the 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 videos themselves became very repetitive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so if i did it again i don't think i would do an album uh do a video for every song i think i think i would be a little bit more selective which with uh which video i would have that was um, uh the george michael thing george michael just stopped doing videos he was like i'm not doing them anymore not doing oh, really? It. Yeah, that, <laughs> right. You know, he had his fight with uh, Sony, the record label he was signed to, mm-hmm. and Sony demanded that he did a video for every song, and he was like, nope, and I'm the artist. So, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Can't, can't force well, me. I mean, I don't have that much power, but uh, <laughs> but I think, but all in all, I mean, if you release a video every week yeah. after a while, and it was filmed there, you know, eight days of of doing this, and so like the angles and the, it was all, it got a little repetitive after a while because it's the same angles, the same thing over and over again, because we really weren't focusing on the videos. We were focusing more on the, the recordings themselves to get good audio. Mm -hmm. And so the video was kind of a side thing. And next time around, I think I would amp up the videos a little bit more. Tell us about, Uh, uh, Tell us about uh, Snowpiercer and Bex for for us people for the people that know you on stage only and have never seen you on the small and large screens. Tell us about these projects. Yeah, um, Bex was released at the beginning of 2018, so last year, and um, it was small release. It's an indie, um, but it got really good reviews, and I'm super proud of it. And it's a musical. Um, oh. it's more along the vein. Yeah. It's along the vein of like once oh, where okay. the music is mm-hmm. an intricate part of the story. And, um, and it's, uh, it's kind of like, um, it's got that really indie film vibe and I play a singer songwriter and I fall in love with the girl played by, uh, Mina Suvari and, uh, and she's married and we have a love affair. It's, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's not in any way it's not it's not a story that hasn't been told before certainly it's a story that has been told before but it's told in a different way and it's told from the perspective of a lesbian character instead of a male character and um and i think that the music is beautiful and uh i hope the soundtrack gets 
gets released, but recently we just were put on um, Showtime. And so I'm super excited. It premiered the other day uh, on Showtime and now it's like on demand. So you can just like watch it whenever, which is awesome. Yeah. And it's a great, it's a great um, movie to watch for um, June for Gay Pride Month. Great. And Snowpiercer, tell us about Snowpiercer. Um, So Snowpiercer has had my life on hold. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really like, um, I really, uh, it has, I like, uh, I did all the workshops for the share show Mm -hmm. and, uh, me and Stephanie J block, we, we did the final workshop together and, uh, and, uh, and then I had to, um, pull out of the show because of (laughs) Snowpiercer. So I really like, like, um, congrats to Stephanie. It's well-deserved. Finally, <laughs> she gets her Tony award finally. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, like I'm super happy for her. Um, I'm super sad that I missed out <laughs> playing share because I really wanted to do it. And I was involved in the project for so long. Um, but, uh, again, like I'm trying to kind of, make myself a presence in TV film right now. So kind of, you know, Broadway and and long, long running shows are getting kind of put on the burn on the back burner while I kind of establish myself as as a TV film actress, which is hard for me to do because I just, I love theater. You know, I love theater so much and it's hard to pick one over the other. It's like picking Mm -hmm. a favorite child. Um, but uh, Snowpiercer, Snowpiercer is going to be awesome. Uh-huh. Where does Snowpiercer, uh, where's production for Snowpiercer? It's in Vancouver. <laughs> okay. So you got the Vancouver yeah, so thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, um, but we're, we, we finished filming season one and that hasn't even aired yet. We're airing, I think it's March in TBS and March Madness, but I'm not, not positive, but it is early in the year um, next year. And we start filming season two before season one even airs. Um, so that's my that's why I have this little tiny chunk of time to do a show that's a short run before I go and do um, film season season two. I sort of feel like uh, I think it was Jeremy Jordan who's also up in Vancouver shooting something up there for a while. That we should open up some theaters up in Vancouver. So while you guys are. Uh, are working up there, you can also do some uh, 54 Below Vancouver, you know, or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> I did, I did, um, I did a cabaret there and it, it's really, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I, so I did, I did my cabaret, but the, the audience was all there to like, like it, it was a Broadway audience. It was in this great gay club and like, they were there for me, you know, they mm-hmm. were there for me. And then I did an obsessed show at a rock club in Vancouver and they were there for me, but they talked the whole time. It was like I was uncanny. I couldn't believe it. I've never experienced anything like that in in the wow. states. <laughs> yeah, wow, I was that's like, interesting. I was like, why am I performing? <laughs> like, no one, is anyone paying attention? <laughs> um, so it was a weird experience. But I've heard that I'm not the only one to experience that, and that's kind of like a thing there. That's like how they listen to just rock music. You gotta pull but, uh, out pull out your inner Patty Lapone there and straighten it out. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not a badass like she is, right? <laughs> um, 
so Snowpiercer is uh, based off of these awesome graphic novels, these mm. French graphic novels. And, uh, and then there was a movie made and now they're doing a TV show and, um, can't talk a lot about it because yeah. we want everything to be more of a surprise, sure. but you know, everything takes place on a train. It's about class systems and, um, and civil unrest, um, for the lower class and, uh, and the world is frozen over. It's apocalyptic and all kinds of stuff. But I will tell you this. I do sing in the show. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is cool. So I'm, I'm super excited about it. Um, super excited about it. And and also really excited to just, you know, do a show as well. <laughs> so when do you start with rehearsal for Bad Out of Hell? I start uh, beginning of July. Okay, so you have a couple of weeks, yeah. and then uh, then uh, is it should. is it five weeks at City Center? Yeah, five weeks at City, five Center, weeks at City so. Center. Yeah, come and see it. There's pyro. There's exploding things. It's crazy. I got to sit. I got to sit and talk with the director, which is one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this. Not just because of the the music, which mm-hmm. I love. Um, but like I met with the director and he's such a visual, he, he's a, he's such an out of the box thinker. Like I adore him. I love this director. I really was like, all right, I want to work with him, you know, and this is kind of, will be a fun, um, get to know you project with the director. So I'm, I'm really excited. It's a visual feast and it'll be a fun, you know, jukebox musical for everyone to go see and, and, and have a good time. Um, yeah, it's, it's certainly, it's certainly going to be that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's, yeah. It'll be a good time. If if you can just like let go and allow yourself to just have a good time and just be a part of the experience then you're going to have a blast. So. All right. Well, Lena, we will uh, well, let's talk to you again as after yeah. uh, after your bad at hell experience. And uh, we always love to have your Broadway radio. Thanks for uh, coming on again. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. It's my pleasure. <laughs> thanks for always mentioning me. <laughs> and for like, thanks for wanting me to play Evita. I do appreciate that. I really want to play Evita in some well, you know, I, you know, Matt said, you know, I want a big name. And, you know, he went with that Lady Gaga person who I, I, I don't even have any of her stuff, but uh, I don't even know who she is, but I've got all your stuff. Got... Awesome. <laughs> so... Awesome. Thank you for that. I mean, I, I appreciate it. It's very, it's very um, flattering. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> That's it for today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. Ashley and I will be back in your ears tomorrow. Talk with you then.